Yo, what's up, Fresh Farrell family? Welcome to another episode of Fresh Farrell Entertainment. We're your host. I'm Horace the Farrell. It's the God, Don the Ascended. And your boy, Rod the God, back after another banger. Fractal noise, fractal noise. <laughs> you could have you just said banger, 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 banger. That's not the sound of a fractal. It don't make a sound anyway, you idiot. <laughs> That's why I didn't know what to say. God, well, this ain't easy. Well, based upon our stupid intro, uh, today's topic is fractals, right? So this is the topic I've definitely wanted to do for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's it's like science of the universe. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the first time I heard about fractals was a long time ago. But what really re-sparked my interest one day, I was sitting in Calc 2. And teachers started talking about fractals. And then that's the only time I have to remember ever listening in that class. Because I was like, oh, okay, I know this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sound about right. So we're going to break down fractals and break down the fractal universe as we live in this holographic universe. We're going to break down the importance of fractals, how they make up this universe, what they are, and all the influence. I mean, how they influence and we use them in our everyday life and how to use them to access the other dimensions and understand the universe on a level deeper than we ever understood. So, Dr. Adu, let's jump right in. Yes, sir. So, Let's let's start with like the definition of like a fractal, right? So mm-hmm. fractal is like it's 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 a math concept, right? And basic. I know a lot of things you hate math, right? You know, <laughs> but uh it's basically uh a set of nine integral dimensions. And what that means is that uh the fractal itself is like it's self-similar. So yeah. it's a subset of like space time in a way. So like when you let's say you zoom in on the picture of a fractal you'll get the same picture non-stop you'll get the same patterns non-stop for Mm -hmm. infinite infinite amount of times it never stops right Mm -hmm. and what this pretty much represents is space-time itself space-time is always it's like how it's always expanding but you still gonna find the same thing like okay you zoom in on the universe what you gonna find billions of galaxies you zoom in on the galaxy, what you're going to find? Billions of stars. You zoom in on the, on the stars, you're going to find billions of planets. Bill, I mean, billions of solar systems. Zoom in on that, billions of planets, and so on and so on. Till you get to the very basic uh, genome of an organism. You feel what I'm saying? It, even mm-hmm. then, even then, when you look at an organism, you zoom in on an organism, what you see? Cells. You zoom in on them right. cells, what you see? Atoms. Proteins, so neutrons, electrons, all that stuff. smaller than atoms in so on and so on, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And so, um, what this represents is that uh, a fractal is a rendered picture of chaos, right? So, mm-hmm. it, this coincides with the chaos theory, right? So, uh, the mathematical of uh, the mathematical concept of what chaos is is uh, when you de- when when it's graphically made, it, it, it makes this shape. I think call it the Horan's butterfly. This is where the butterfly effect theory even came from. Because when you graph, when you comp, when you compute what chaos is, you get these two, you get these non-stop and uh, two halves that form a butterfly. That's where the whole butterfly effect initially came from, right? Mm. It, it, it was, it was, it was then understood that the butterfly itself was a a, a universal symbol of chaos. Right, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. the fractal is this rendered image in real time, right, of nonstop. 
because we know that the universe is made of nothing but chaos. It's always stars dying and being born nonstop 24-7, right? And geometrically, fractals exist between the dimensions, right? There's, like, levels to uh, fractals. I think it's like, like you have one and you have two. And one is, like, the very basic fractal that you can pick up. And two is, like, the highest it can be where it's, like, a total fractal. And when you look at the fractals, what you're looking at is a... Uh, you're looking at, you're looking at the in between of dimensions. If that makes sense, so mm. it's like, you know how in a movie or something, someone would jump between a dimension. Mm-hmm. So you know how it'd be like a little hole. Imagine getting stuck in that hole itself. That's the fractal, right? The mm. fractal is the bridge between the dimensions and the universe. That's why it's the makeup, and everything we see is fractals. Yeah. We just can't see like the tree you look at. You think it's made of cells, it's made of fractals, right? The picture you draw of the tree is not the nature of the tree. That trunk and all that is not there. The fractal is there. And the way our mind renders it, right? Because you can even say consciousness itself is a fractal. Uh, The made of mind renders those fractals, gives you the image of the tree trunk or the tree looking like this, where you're just looking at a continuous loop of something. Mm -hmm. This is where... I say we live in a holographic universe. This, you, we're, we're, we're just looking at everything through fractals. This is why, um, right? It's, it's certain, it's fractals that has been known to like enhance certain parts of our brains when we look at them. It actually, actually, when we look at fractals, it uh, activates our left hemisphere and our right hemisphere at the same time. It's that balance. Yo, it's like, because what you were saying about the trees, People don't realize you actually see fractals in nature all the time. You know what I'm saying? Water. There's mm-hmm. fractal patterns in nature everywhere. Trees is just one of them. Um, you know, it's plants that you can look at and they have self-repeating patterns in those. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's even, hold on, I got this in my nose, bro. It, it's plants, trees. Um, you ever looked at a snowflakes, yep. blood vessels? Snowflakes. Yep, yep, snowflakes. You ever looked at a sky view of a river delta? And like all the patterns, mm-hmm. how they branch off and stuff, that's a fractal yeah. pattern. Uh, one that's interesting, lightning, that's a fractal pattern. Mm. Now that you yes, say, I, I see the spread. Yeah, and it was saying. So they said they said like uh, they've had mental patients before, right? So let's say a mental patient who is like you know how they had you know they they have like different mental homes. For some, it's like they let them go outside and it's like wilderness for them, right? And there's some that kind of be like in this little solitude. Mm-hmm. You know the ones that are kind of look the little little box room you know what i'm talking about like the little mental institution and they says the difference when they trying to cure them people or help them people out the people who have access to like the open land right are the ones who actually end up recovering because of the uh the type of uh it activates certain uh passageways in the brain versus someone who's like who you know who in like a mental asylum room rather than being in like a a rehab center you know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm. So like seeing that sunlight beam through the trees is 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 is, is helping you because it's actually you're seeing it through the fractals, right? And how the the mind breaks down the fractals is like you getting a download in a way, right? Mm. It's no different than you getting the download because they've already told you they've already did an experiment where they downloaded information onto DNA and then put the DNA into someone and nigga had a you got a real download. It's no different than that. I just look at it as 
everyone knows that when you see certain things in nature that have a specific pattern, everyone reacts the same way. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, right. that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's like that for a reason. Your brain specifically responds to something like that for a reason. It, it amplifies. Mm-hmm. I think I remember I wrote it down. It amplifies your alpha and the beta waves at the same time, right? So you get that feeling, right? Yeah. It, it creates this sensation in your mind. Um, okay, almost like you sleep, right? Because you know you got the beta waves and the alpha waves when you sleeping, mm-hmm. like you dreaming, mm-hmm. right? So, so yeah. yeah, you're experiencing the dream world in real time through the fractals, right? And they they, they always say like the first person to figure out fractals, some painter in the fifties. No, bullshit, bullshit. There's information and there's the writings of the Dogon tribe, were some of the earliest people to uh, talk. Well, of course, the people that commit too, but the Dogon tribe was very heavy in their cosmic awareness. Some of the first people to actually have this information of fractals written down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that that leads me to the question: uh, Is consciousness fractal? You feel me? Mm. I think it is because mm-hmm. I think when we explore fractals, we uh, I mean, when we explore the concept of fractal, they always try to say like this: the the, the term wasn't coined until like the like the seventies or something. But just because it wasn't coined doesn't mean no one was not doing it. And the Dogon tribe was doing this back in the BC. And I think, because, you know, they want you to think some pilgrims. They always want you to think some pilgrims did some shit. Fuck all that shit, man. Fucking pilgrims. <laughs> but the universe itself is fractal, right? That constant cycle of chaos. And so we know that, you know, okay, think about it like this. Uh, knowledge is infinite. And we know that knowledge is light. So as long as you get in light and knowledge, you was infinite, just as the universe. And if we're, and if we're resembles, if we're, uh, what's the word? If we're a, a byproduct of the universe, in that, in that same thing, you're a byproduct of fractals too. I mean, you think in fractals, you just don't know it, or you haven't been able to decipher it yet. I think. And go ahead. I was saying, I think when we look at consciousness you know the theory of the the collective consciousness pretty much how we're all tapping into something that's you know we're we're smaller parts of a whole and that's pretty much what a fractal is like if you can look at an infinitely small part of consciousness which would be just any person you know what i'm saying and it resemble the the larger scale then that's telling you right there that our consciousness itself is a fractal. Mm-hmm. And another thing is like, uh, okay, so I think we talked about this in the Dr. Manhattan episode. You know how we were talking about the whole idea mm-hmm. and theory of like teleportation, mm-hmm. right? And how they call it quantum tunneling or whatever in mm-hmm. quantum mechanics. Yeah. So what this, uh, this reinstates uh, that they're saying how uh, the, the whole theory, what well, the whole implementation implication of the quantum tunneling creates this inflation within the universe that helps it kind of like expand or almost breaks it open right mm. and this is where we see uh, all these fifth dimensional portals opening like the actual gateway this is that fractal gateway that's actually starting to open right this relates to your as above so below concepts mm. opening itself right and we've actually 
it's a game that that came out a few years ago that's actually replicated the whole thing. Okay, so think about it like this. The way fractals work is that they render as you go through, as you magnify it. They're constantly rendering, right? right. So there's mm-hmm. a, so there's a game that actually renders in real time like this. It's called No Man's Sky. Came out a few years ago. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it's the game that's so, just um about the space exploration. Yeah. And it's like they say it's like a trillion planets with their own ecosystem in the game. Okay. So in the game, you just fly from planet to planet. And it's literally again, it's like over it's what they say it's like over like a trillion different planets in the game. Every planet got its own ecosystem, its own animals. It renders as you go through. That game is a replica of the universe itself. Right? It's mm-hmm. it's similar to like saying with the understanding of fractals, you can create a universe. Okay, here's a better example. Rick and Morty, right? You know the episode when the car battery messes up and they go inside the car battery. Oh, and it's like a, I know what you're talking about. Yes. And this is he goes inside the car battery. He's made his own world. And then that dude has made his own world. And then that dude has made his own world. And it's a nonstop recurrence until someone realizes that, wait, you're telling me I'm the renderance of your world. It's a renderance of his world. It's a renderance of his world. That's the process of fractals. Because as you show, as if, if nothing, if no one would have said anything, what would have constantly happened was that it would have been infinite amount of universes inside that little car battery. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so everything itself is uh, is a result of these quantum sciences. Right? So to understand people always trying to figure out who created the universe, it, it, it ain't no sky daddy telling you, it ain't no sky daddy who did all that bullshit. Bro, it, whoever does, it was creator used this this mathematical concept to create the universe. He rendered the universe with his thought rather than just popping up in the sky. Oh, snap, let you put that here. No, he had to he had to use the constructs that were given to create it, or she had to use the constructs that were given to create the universe. I read something, and it was saying how fractals um when you're like looking at it from the mathematical sense that they can mm-hmm. only um like create data going forward so it's actually yep. like impossible to know where it all starts you know what i'm saying right yeah it just, it just goes you know what i'm saying okay again so i say i related to the chaos theory it just goes it just, it's, it's, it's part it's, it's not it's a constant it's a constant right and so what fractured geometry does is that it breaks down what nature actually looks like. That's what we said about the trees and everything. It's, it's essentially the geometry of geometry. Mm. Like us looking at squares and shit in high school is us, look, it's us creating, is us looking at three-dimensional aspects of what the work. That's what I, okay, so again, think about, think about it, like I said, in physics, you have the X plane, the Y plane, the Z plane. So those that that little you know that little that little coordinate plane is just imaginary, and we use it to replicate things in a in a three dimensional scale. That's that's everything that you see around you right now: your phone, your TV, a bookshelf. That's the result of that mm-hmm. plane of the three dimensional scale. And so the fourth dimensional scale is you extruding. It's like you in the astral plan, astral realm, and then when you go in between that, you have fractals. Or even if you go between the third and the fourth, that in-between gap is the fractal realm. Because it's the gateway that creates it. 
itself. But I can, yeah, I can only Go imagine. Ahead. Like, um, I don't know if you've all ever seen the movie Interstellar, but yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, that's mm-hmm. a perfect one. I remember my, I remember because I remember my white roommate, my old white roommate, he made me watch it, and I didn't want to watch it because I was tired. <laughs> I remember, I remember me and my roommate, we was like super tired, and he 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 said, "Come on, dude, let's watch it, watch it." And I turned it on. I remember falling asleep, not waking up. All I see is the little fractal thing going crazy. I'm like, bro, what? Yeah, like when he actually goes, he actually goes into the fourth dimension, um, and he's like in time, in between the dimensions, as you're talking about, and it's fractals like all mm-hmm. in that dimension. But it's literally just infinite repeating patterns of everything. It's like, yo, and it's yeah. it's actually it's trippy to look at. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how some things mm-hmm. are just trippy to look at? Like, yo, what is happening? These infinite patterns. But I feel like when you're looking at those things, like it, it makes your brain, like I was saying earlier, your brain is it, going to respond to it in a specific way. You feel me? And so you're going to realize that when you're looking at this, like, yo, it's, it's something yeah. different about this. And so in relation to that in this hall and why I say everything, in this dimension, that's why I say, that humanity is a result of the ego, and we know the ego is just this fake, you know what I'm saying? This fake reality we live in, this holographic universe. So, uh, okay, you know, have you guys heard the theory of quantum entanglement? Yeah, pretty much saying how whatever you do, yes. well, like two things can be so closely related that no matter how far you separate them, anything you do to one will affect the other. Right. So mm-hmm. there was a test that was done, right? Or at least after the test, it was theorized that this is how it works. So it was like use a certain later laser to like mess with a proton a certain way. You can take this one proton and take and have let's say this one proton is like in me, right? This one pro then you take another proton, you mess with the laser and you put it on the edge of the universe. And I do something that or I have a certain trait that across the universe, on the edge of the universe, that one proton will experience the same thing that I experience at the same time. Mm. But see that mm-hmm. that that in that case that that destroys the whole concepts of time, space, this all that stuff. All that stuff is no longer viable in that instant. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, the quantum entanglement connects you to the spiritual energy to manifest things. Right? That's how you connect when you constantly entangle to something. It's no different than how when you constantly entangle to your mother because you came out the womb. You feel me? Right. You have a certain connection with your mother that can't be replicated. Well, it is. Right? Mm-hmm. And this uh, this is truly, of course, with the more light you gain, the more consciousness you gain. And that's what the ego tries to get away. That's the illusion the ego sets to make you not, to, to you know what I'm saying, to keep you away from it. But if anything, fractals reveal that the universe is dynamic and dual by design. And this ain't nothing new. This is like a 36,000-year-old science that we're talking about. This stuff is in the Emerald Tablets written by Thoth. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, th- it, and then you go to the question. You ask yourself, what came first, the chicken or the egg? You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody even know. You just you you know I feel like it's it's a question that really shouldn't even be asked because at this point it's irrelevant. You feel me? Right. Right. Yeah. Because it shows you it, it show, if anything it shows you that 
the universe is holographic, and the mind can be so easily fooled just by your ego. You know what I'm saying? Bro, it was a CIA document that came out recently that literally said, it was literally talking about the holographic universe, bro. And it was talking about, mm-hmm. um, you know, things we've been talking about, power of the mind, you know what I'm saying? Looking at the universe differently, um, you know, things of that nature. So if you can find that document, I highly suggest, for anyone who's listening, highly suggest that you read through that document. Because there's actually been a lot of CIA documents that have come out and they had to. They made a, uh, they, it was something they had to do with the, I don't know if it was the court or the law or something that happened like in 2017, 2016. Yeah, like they had 18. to come out with the classified like, stuff. Yeah, they, I think they gave them like, I think it was like 2018. They was like, y'all have four years to get rid of all these documents. And they were just dumping in the past. They just mm-hmm. been dumping. In the past four years, that's when they dropped the UFO thing, and people don't want to talk about it. But then, then okay, a week after they drop it, there's a UFO sighting, right? Okay, you know what I'm saying. And so, on top of that, right, the pyramids is themselves are fractals. It's actually when you look at the design of them, there's pyramids inside the pyramids inside the pyramids that are comprised of pyramids. <laughs> That's why no. That's why people have not been able to replicate the pyramids. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand fractal mm-hmm. science to do so. They don't understand the the inherent nature of it. We we're trying to create stuff with three dimensional thinking, right? That's how you know our ancestors were way ahead. They were using they were literally using the cusp of of dimensions to create something that cannot be replicated. And we're using three-dimensional tactics to build something that's beyond the fourth dimension, right? Okay, this also relates to uh, Tesla's theory, yep. free energy, where it's like uh, it's like every it's like every square inch of just open space, like in your room, like that, just just space in your room has like ten to the seventh newtons of energy to be used, right? That's where the idea of the Tesla tower came from. The Tesla Tower was a similar, was trying, that was the closest replication to the pyramids we had. And of course, it it was basically the energy was free because it is. You can't put price on energy. It's, it's literally free. If it can't be created or destroyed, everything you do can essentially be harnessed. And so the reason why that never made it was simply because they wanted money. They said, oh, you ain't charging people? What the hell you doing? Let's go ahead and uh, off him and steal his stuff and give it to uh, you know what I'm saying? What happened, bro? I feel like yeah, that's why I can never respect the the legacy that Thomas Edison has. I feel like it's a stolen legacy. But I really feel like all he did was market. Is it Edison or Einstein? No, it was Edison. Einstein. Is Edison? Because okay. um, okay. yeah, he like wait, it is Edison. Because Einstein, he was talking about the theory of relativity and all that good jazz. Oh, yeah. But Edison, he mm-hmm. was the one that like marketed everything and monetized it and whatnot. Right. And with these pyramids, okay, like I said, they're on these magnetic nodes on the planet. And these nodes are made up of fractals, right? Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that everywhere there's a pyramid, either underwater, everywhere there's an actual there's a real pyramid, not a little bull crap to be making, you know, like the real pyramid. They're on these magnetic nodes, right? And there are some nodes that are still active. This is why you have the same stuff. You see. Okay, you know the Bermuda Triangle and the, uh, it's another one. 
thing like the Dragon Triangle, right? Why you think? Why you mm-hmm. think uh, all these disappearances are still happening? Those nodes are still active, relying on that fractal energy, right? Because of uh, what's going on over there, what we have is that uh, those nodes are emitting like these upper ions that cause anti-magnetism, which will throw them compasses all crackhead and make your boat just go crazy. And it just so happens that when you trace the pathway of the Bermuda Triangle through this node, it connects to the Dragon Triangle, right? And they're both having the same type of issues still to this day. Connected through the fractals, where boats and ships are co- and planes, every time they fly over, they still go missing due to the anti-magnetism. So it shows. So the rest of the nodes are just dormant, and the other two are still operating. The rest are just dormant. We just don't know how to activate them again because we probably can't. We are strayed so far from the power. But I feel like, imagine if we had the knowledge to activate all these those energy centers that are on the earth and we just don't know about. Like, we only know about the ones, like you said, that are still active. The ones that still, you know, cause issues to this day. The ones that we can still recognize. But what about the ones that might be right outside your door? You don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. These temporal mm-hmm. fields, right? Okay, okay. So, all right, here's here's a good example that actually breaks that down. You can, Have you guys started watching well, Wanda I haven't Vision? yet, bro, but I haven't heard so much about it. Not yet either, bro. I'm behind. Man, y'all better watch it because, uh, okay, it's a whole scene in there. Well, let me not even talk about that. Donald, you, you know the character yeah. Spectrum from the old, the uh, black girl who can control all the powers, yes, the electromagnetic yes. spectrum and all that? Yeah. So she's in the show. Okay, but you know, before she even gets her powers and stuff, but oh, that's her. Okay, she, cool, cool, cool. She okay. can, she, she, her power is a relative to the fractal universe, how she can see all the spectrums in the electromagnetic spectrum and she can manipulate them at will. That's actually a really fine power, like just I know, but mm-hmm. and so what this whole fractal thing relates to is the whole string theory when you get into like physics. Oh, I hate learning that shit. String theory is so complicated. But it, basically what it's saying is that it breaks down the space-time and the one ether to let you see that they're made up of like... Uh, it basically was explained that they're made up of coal, right? Mm-hmm. And that the universe is made up of coal that's 100% identical to that of a computer web browser. As in, it's made of literally ones mm. and zeros. And it's binary, just like a computer. Mm-hmm. So literally, the, the the coding you doing on here when you code in ones and zeros is literally the same numbers used to create the universe. With a computer code, it's basically it's 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 literally the what's the word? It's just the fabric of the universe, ones and zeros. There's only nine numbers in existence. <laughs> One to nine, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like that just goes back to show that if something as simple as a computer program can be shown to reflect the universal programming, quote unquote, everything is just everything else on a smaller scale. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can literally look at one thing and you scale it up and it's like, okay, that's the universe. You feel me? You scale it down. Like, okay, that's this. You scale it down. That's this. It's all the same thing. You're looking at it through a different lens. 
right? And we called the codes that the, uh, I'm speaking of are actually then are now known as the Adinkra codes. Wait, wait, I heard <laughs> that before. Crazy. Yeah. Of course, you know, the Adinkra people, they was they was on a different level. <laughs> and with and with these codes, right? This is how we came up along with uh Thoth and the uh Emerald Tablets. This is where we got them seven principles of the universe or the seven laws of Tahuti. Right? which represent or reside on the, the fractal understanding of the universe. And so, of course, the second one, which is what I think the principle of like correspondence, and that's your as above, so below, as within, mm-hmm. as without. Oh, that's what I was saying. Uh, I was thinking earlier when you were talking about um, as above, so below. I've never thought about it in the sense with the fractals, but that is literally like the definition of the fractal. We were looking at it from the universal perspective. Is is literally as above, right. so below. You look mm-hmm. at what it is, the structure of the universe on the grand scale is the same as the structure of the universe on the smaller scale. Right. So I feel I've always looked mm-hmm. at as above, so below, you know, in a different sense. You know what I'm saying? Looking at oh, you know, the universal power is the power that's within me, you know, along that line. But mm-hmm. Seeing how it it holds true for this topic as well, I mean, you know, at some point things things aren't just coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Things don't just line up like this for no reason. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I mean, at this point, I mean, the knowledge is in the face. It's in the face. You just have to, and I, it's not even hidden no more. Everything has been coming out since the age of Aquarius. All right, it's just a matter of you actually opening your eyes, like. They took the they took the veil off you like this is the movie they live and they took the radio station down but you still looking at shit like it's normal <laughs> you still got to fight with people and they showing you in plain mm-hmm. sight yeah everything done revealed itself to the highest degree every movie every art the movie still showing you based on what's coming out they still ain't stopping ain't nobody even in the theaters G. <laughs> And they still showing you. Right? Mm-hmm. But we probably done blew your mind with enough quantum mechanics for a day to make you think you were astrophysics major. You right? blew my mind. My <laughs> mind left the building. God dang. And on that note, I think we're going to go ahead and close this out. But definitely do some research on understanding the fractal universe. Uh, check out some Check out some uh, videos with Billy Carson. All right, Billy Carson talks a lot about the uh, Adinkra codes in relation to the uh, Emerald Tablets and the Fractal Universe and the Holographic Universe. And it's another person, but I can't really put my name on him right now. But yeah, make sure you check that out, family. Make sure, hope you enjoy this episode, you know. Make sure to follow us. All that good jazz, man. Y'all know the drill. And mm-hmm. on that note, we're going to go ahead and close this out. You got how we do it. From kings to gods. <laughs> From men's to kings. This has been Fresh Fair Entertainment. Peace, family. Thanks.